Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Thank you so much for joining us for Watchdogs Radio. We have yet another great episode. We are going to be hearing from some of our good friends down in Texas and some great things that are going on down there with the Watchdogs program, with some of the PTA initiatives that are going on down there. And we have just had a great week, even though as far as new schools opening, we're kind of in a, a, a little bit of a limbo between getting those schools uh, opened up, waiting for them to start launching in the beginning of the school year. They've got their kits. They're ready to rock. They're ready to go. So uh, as, as far as launching new schools right now, we're in a little bit of a limbo, but we've got so much great potential, so many great things getting ready to happen in the Watchdogs program. And of course, as always, uh, we missed you last week, Chris, but uh, we have Chris Dannenauer back on the line with us. So Welcome back to Watchdogs Radio, Chris. We missed you, but we had a good time last week too. Well, well, good, Keith. I, I, I knew you would make it without me just fine. Uh, it, it's good to be back. Uh, good to be back. At, good to be back at work. Glad to be doing this blog talk radio. Uh, you know, as you're aware, Keith, we just launched a new website. I'm excited about our, our website. Uh, you know, we have spots where people can join us on Facebook. Uh, how they can sign up for a training call, and also follow us on Blog Talk Radio. So, plus they they can see uh, they can go to a presentation and events and check out where Eric and, and your, yourself uh, will be presenting at workshops and watchdog events. So I'm excited about this fall. Uh, we're getting ready for the uh, the fall semester, and hoping our, our our new website can make it a little easier for schools to find out about us take our training call, see where Eric and yourself and others will present at. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's a good thing. Well, I tell you, and if you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, either live or later on in podcast, I would encourage you to uh, take a minute and look at that new web page. It's totally redesigned. It's totally uh, a lot more user-friendly than the, uh, than the older one was. We are growing and developing and learning and getting some great things going and it's really good that it's just so user-friendly now. You pop it up, and you go exactly where you want to go. Uh, there's links to the Watchdogs Radio program, which I'm excited about because that's kind of my, uh, my little baby here that I've been uh, uh, nurturing along. But it's, it's great to be able to do that. You know, I mentioned last week I wanted to uh, go back and thank Jim Heath, who, uh, who stood in for Chris last week. Um, always great uh, having Jim there, and, and he's always just you know, so dependable. Uh, and as far as the inner workings and the uh, the board operation and making sure that this thing flies, uh, he is just excellent. So if you want to check out Jim, uh, go to kcradio.com. I wanted to give him a little uh, free plug there too. So well, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, one of the people that I know that does a lot of talking and uh, gets a chance to uh, do some great talking about the Watchdogs program is uh, is our boss. I hope he didn't hear me say that behind the scenes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was say, you've been talking to Valerie, haven't you? 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Eric, hey, uh, oh, welcome back. And uh, yeah. you've been uh, just as busy and uh, spending plenty of time in the air too. Oh, it's been great. I was just counting. Um, of course, you know we put out our updated uh, speaking schedule every week. Shelly Perry, operations coordinator, that's one of her tasks that she keeps up with. And so when I came in today into the office, I uh, saw that we'd added, I think, three new events uh, just for the month of August. But May, June, and July of this year, I counted up. Uh, we have done 22 events between the two of us, Keith, uh, and 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 the majority of those, I think all of them. Yeah, I think all <laughs> all of those are uh, you know state level educational conferences. So we get a lot of invites, and and we're glad for those opportunities. Um, you know, they just keep coming. That's how we get the word out about the schools. That's the number two way. The number one way that we get the word out about the schools are the schools that are doing it, running the program, being successful, talking about it to other schools, the parents, the educators, the administrators that are actually, you know, running the program, being successful, going out and sharing that with their peers is the number one way this program continues to grow. So a lot of great opportunities, even though the phones aren't ringing off the hook this summer. Uh, we're out there uh, doing workshops and doing keynotes. It's all good. Exactly. And just to, you know, on that note, you know, I've been doing a lot of work in, uh, in Brunswick County, North Carolina. Uh, two weeks ago we had the show uh, live from down there. And it's funny, that's exactly what you're saying, Eric. It was you know, New Hanover County, um, Jonathan Barfield, and some of the folks uh, down there, uh, Scott Diggs, took the program and they just knocked it out of the park in Wilmington, uh, New Hanover County, and the people down the road in, uh, in Brunswick County, uh, Bolivia, Shalot, that area down there, they looked up there and they said, you know, this is pretty cool. We want to do this too. So they reached out to Scott Diggs up at Myrtle Grove Middle School in Wilmington and said, well, what can we do? Well, it just so happened that I happened to be in the area. We had a chance to go down there and put a workshop together for them in Brunswick County. And now we are working with three schools in particular, and, it, and we're going to be working with several more. Uh, that are going to be bringing the Watchdogs program uh, on. And it, the interesting thing about that is that they're actually tying with some local churches who are helping them to bring the, uh, to bring the program on board. And these are you know, churches that are helping public schools, which is a, a very interesting partnership. I'd love to see those. It really program. is, yeah. We've got a lot of folks that want to come alongside of us, and we're, we're eager to work with. It's great when you can work with just really smart, dynamic, passionate people that you have the same shared goals, which is just to increase parental involvement in education overall. And, and we've chosen to help do that by focusing on the men uh, because, you know, when he asked those guys specifically uh, whether or not they'll come to school and volunteer a day, we know that they're eager to say yes. And so, you know, churches, civics groups, schools, uh, counselors, administrators, all those are great partners. I do want to add one thing because you all were talking about, um, you know, we're not adding any schools right now. You know, our, our school count, our active school count increases every single month of the year, I think, with the exception of uh, June and July because that's summertime. But what we have right now, <clears throat> excuse me, are 281 schools in pre-launch. And so yes. here we are, the middle of July, right in the middle of summer, and we already have 281 schools that have committed to launch their programs for the very first time this August. Totally, 
we'll have over 4,000 that will relaunch because we ended the school year with 4,049 active schools. But uh, now watch me tie this together. We mm-hmm. talked about, and you're the host of the show, but, you know, when I come in, I, I have a tendency. That's why you know, guys don't let me on every week, right, because I talk it, too it, much. Exactly. But, I've got the mute okay. button, so go ahead. Okay, so here, here's the deal. Watch me tie this together. I just said that schools that are doing a great job running the program uh, are really the number one way we grow the program. We just talked about all the great opportunities we have um, to go to conferences and talk about the program. I'm going this week to Houston, Texas, one of our favorite watchdog states, where we just broke 1,000 watchdog schools, and we're going to be down there celebrating with tons and tons of giveaways. Come by the booth. You'll be surprised. You're going to get more stuff that you can carry away, and it's going to be a celebration. We're looking to head down to that uh, Texas Summer Le- Texas PTA Summer Leadership Conference. But speaking of a school district that does a great job spreading the watchdog message, we may have one or two of those folks on the line today. You are the king of the segue, I swear. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to bring our guests on, but I, I wanted to mention real quick, and I don't know if you saw my tweet on Sunday morning. I was sitting, uh, sitting there, and I was thinking about the number of schools, and I came out of this great conference out in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw it out there real quick. Um, you know, Staff yeah, Development yeah. for Educators. Last week, we had Tara Tarango, president of SDE, on, and talking about the great conferences out there that they were putting on. But I started thinking about it. You know, we talk about all the time about the – the, you know, we do try to do rough statistics, basically saying, you know, how many schools, how many guys average per school, how many people, you know, we, we throw out the numbers, you know, anywhere from 340,000, 360,000 guys that participate in the program. But I, I sat there and I thought, wait a minute, and, and Chris has a different way of looking at it, so I, I'm interested in hearing his take too, but I thought if you take and you multiply the number of schools times an average of about 40 teachers per school. And I know that's a low number because most of the, the, the schools are up in the 50 to 60 teacher range. But if you, looked, if, you, if you said 40 and you multiplied that by the number of schools, Eric, do you realize that that's a, nearly 162,000 teachers wow. that are impacted by the Watchdogs program? And, and Chris got a little bit deeper into it, and, and he was looking into it. And Chris, you want to throw it out there? You were looking at... The number sure. Of what I what I did, I took our standard number of eighty five dads that take off one full day, and multiplied that by our four thousand forty nine to get. Let me see here, four thousand forty nine times eighty five. Keith, I think I, I, I miscalculated it earlier, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, doing doing that, uh, you get about three hundred and forty four thousand teachers that are impacted. Uh, mm-hmm. Now some are repetitive, but uh, anyhow, that teacher will be impacted multiple times throughout the year by having 85 dads come in volunteering one full day. Wow. I mean, those well, not only that, I, you know, th- those teachers, those educators are an integral part. They they do get the benefit of the program, but you know what? They are an integral part of making it successful, too, because anybody that's taken our training session knows that, uh, you know, we, we start showing somebody that's interested in bringing this to the school how to build that consensus, and number one is working with the principal, uh, making sure they understand they're in charge. I'm not going to go through the whole seven steps. Don't get nervous. But the second thing is the teacher's buy-in. And we really want these teachers to understand that those guys are there for them, uh, to work for them. Uh, but, you know, the teachers have to be willing to bring them into the classroom. And, and there is not a busier group of people in any profession than teachers. And, and so for them to make the time to, you know, and give these guys instruction, and even those guys are helping them, 
but mm-hmm. to make time to bring them into the classroom, <clears throat> that makes the program successful. So hats off to the teachers, and thank you for helping us do this great work we have the honor of doing. Exactly, and I'm, I, I've had a chance to connect with a lot of uh, the teacher bloggers out there. There, there are some in the teacher world, and I've mentioned this before. There, there are some really huge names that have a tremendous number of followers. Uh, I got a chance to. I didn't get a chance to meet all of them, but I got a chance to meet a few when I was out in Vegas. And I think I'm going to try to get some of them on the show because they're going to they're going to bring teachers into our show for one. But we want to hear as parents what we can do better to support them. You know, buying them a coffee mug at Christmas, it says world's greatest teacher. You know, <laughs> Eric, you probably got a few of those around your house, I would imagine. But if you went to, you know, if you went to teacher, pay teacher, and buy them a gift certificate where they cannot have to spend as much money out of their own pocket right. for their classroom, it would be much more of a benefit than to give them something that's going to sit on a shelf. So we want to talk about We want to feature some of that stuff. And, uh, Eric, I tell you what, I'm going to uh, jump into our, uh, our mid-show break here because I don't want to start with our guest and then have to take a break. So let's take a break and hear from uh, the CEO of the National Center for Fathering, Mr. Kerry Casey. If you really want to know areas of your life in which you can improve, then stay tuned. Here's Carrie Casey, CEO of the National Center for Fathering, author of Championship Fathering and Father of Four, on Today's Father. My bride Melanie and I have been married for more than 35 years. We aren't perfect by any means, but I hope that gives me the right to offer a few nuggets of advice. My top priorities in life are to be a man of God, a husband, and a father. Because those things are so important to me, I want to be always growing in those areas. So, not long ago, I asked Melanie, what can I do better as a husband? It didn't take her long to answer. She said, you could do better at cleaning out the bathroom sink after you use your blue mouthwash. I was like, what? Mouthwash in the sink? I don't leave a mess in there. Then she spent the next few minutes describing what she sees on a regular basis, and it became clear that I hadn't been paying enough attention to the mess I was in fact leaving. So now, mouthwashing the sink has become a running joke in our home and with our adult children. In my defense, if that's the worst thing she can say, then I must be doing all right. I mentioned this little episode to a group of men I meet with, and they were a little bit surprised that I even asked that question. What can I do better? They couldn't see themselves saying that and then having to deal with all the issues that could come out. So it makes me wonder about other dads and husbands out there and what your relationships are like. Do you regularly open the door to honest feedback from your bride or maybe even your children? If not, I challenge you to ask that question. If you can't ask it, then you might be avoiding certain issues or there might be other communication barriers you need to overcome. And I know it might be no fun, and they might say things that are hard to hear at first. But if you really want to be a better husband and father, I think it's important to be open and honest and willing to grow. In the long run, I believe this exercise will lead you to actually becoming a better husband and father. If that's what you really want, then I challenge you to try it, to ask your bride and your children, what can I do better? This is Kerry Casey in the bathroom with a cleaning brush for Today's Father. Today's Father is brought to you by the dads at fathers.com in cooperation with this radio station. We believe every child needs a dad they can count on. 
And if you visit our Facebook page or our website at fathers.com, you can learn more about our efforts to create a championship fathering culture. You can also sign up for our email updates. Again, that's fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. <laughs> well, you know, when I was downloading that, I had to kind of chuckle because I got the uh, I got the toothpaste speech here about uh, two weeks ago. So that was uh, <laughs> I really didn't want to think about Carrie being in the bathroom, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it kind of hit home when uh, when I heard that. So uh, I got it yesterday, well, Keith. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, then I guess it's uh, it's a well-rounded thing. So, yeah. Uh, oh, We've had these people on hold for long enough. I want to uh, bring on our guest today, and I actually practice pronouncing their name, so uh, I hope I uh, do it justice. But uh, we want to welcome Stephen and Michelle Montemayor uh, from Hobby Middle School in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio, Stephen and Michelle. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for inviting us. Well, it's uh, it's certainly our pleasure to have you. Uh, you know, I was down in San Antonio uh, uh, about a month ago and uh, really enjoyed that area. Had a chance to visit the Alamo, learned that that great history. That not growing up in Texas, I didn't know all of the significance of of, of the Alamo and everything that went on there. So it was a lot of fun to be down there. So it's a, just a great place. Tell us a little bit about uh, one. We want to hear about Hobby Middle School and the Watchdogs program. Uh, well, uh, Hobby Middle School is part of Northside Independent School District. Uh, it's, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I thought it was the third largest school district in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just uh, we, we enjoy having the, uh, the watchdog program there. It's, uh, we're going to start when the semester starts in the fall. This will be our third year, babe, honey? No, uh, no, it'll be our the second full year. Second year. Second we full just year. completed our one-year anniversary in February, April, yeah. thereabouts. So it'll be our second second year. We're starting our second year. Okay. Well, of course, you know everything's big in Texas, and you talk about big school districts <laughs> and the third largest school district, and uh, definitely Watchdogs is big in Texas. Is there a thousand schools in Texas alone? And that's just been amazing. And I know you've been working uh, very closely with Chris, and uh, I believe Eric's going to be uh, heading down there again pretty soon. So, uh, so I will. Yes. Right. Thanks to Michelle, I uh, was invited <laughs> to present at their uh, PTA council. It's a very large uh, PTA council, as you can imagine. And I'll be down, or yeah, down there on September the fourth, and speaking to them about watchdogs and pointing some of the schools towards some of the resources and training if they're interested in bringing the program to the school. And, you know, that, that PTA partnership, I think we speak about it just about every week, but it's so so very important to us, you know, the common goals that we have. And, you know, we know that Watch Dogs is a great PTA membership builder, and the PTA local units have a real knack for running the Watchdog programs really well. So I think it's what they call a symbiotic relationship. But uh, And, Michelle, you all were very... Uh, instrumental in helping us uh, bring Univision down there. Yeah, we we were so thrilled. We're still on cloud nine about that. <laughs> <laughs> we are still on cloud nine. So what was um, that like? So Univision emailed our office, and we're bilingual, so uh, uh, Gloria took that uh, email, and, and it came in in Spanish, and she was able to respond and find out what they wanted, and they were asking to be connected to a school that they could come in and um, 
And most of you all, if you all are listeners don't know what Univision is, please go check it out. I think everybody does. It's a Spanish-speaking news station, I think the largest in America. And so we contacted, uh, I think you all first, and you all just took it and ran with it. What was that like whenever you made contact with them to bring that to fruition, Michelle? Well, we uh, we did run with it. We didn't want you all to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We ran with it. And, uh I mean, the district was just thrilled, as well as our administrators, and I was just so proud of our guys, our dads, because they really have worked hard, and they were getting, you know, kudos for a recent event here in uh, NISD where our elementary schools were, there was a a hoax, luckily it was a hoax, but there was a... uh, a threat, an email threat made to our elementary schools. So Stephen and I were watching the newscast, and, you know, we thought, well, a lot of these campuses are our feeder campuses. We knew they didn't have any uh, watchdog program on them. So Stephen and I just started calling um, our watchdogs, and our guys just jumped in and said, I'll be there. Canceled wow. their days, you know, made arrangements, did whatever they had to do. They covered our campus, which is a middle school campus, just, you know, for peace of mind because that is our our primary focus. But they covered our our five feeder schools, our elementary schools. And so for this to come on the heels of that, I just couldn't be prouder because our our guys are totally doing what the program was meant to do and we're advocating for the safety of the kids and we're out there, you know, doing everything to help make the kids and the the, uh, teachers feel safer so that Univision was going to come and focus on these guys who, in my eyes, are heroes. You know, they're the everyday heroes. Right. It was just beyond amazing. And we had such great representation that day. It was, we're still on cloud nine. We're still on (laughs) cloud nine. (laughs) The the good part about... Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I'm Go sorry. Ahead, Steve. The, the good part about all that was, you know, I've got about uh, eight, nine dads on my speed dial, and not one of them turned me down. Wow. They all, you know, you know what? I, I I got my shirt. What day do you want me? And you know, where where do you want me to be? Now, and, if I understand, uh, yeah. they closed the campuses and were only letting you guys on, right? Yes, that is Basically, correct. Basically, yeah, yeah, there was no right. no uh, outside people really allowed except for our watchdogs because. That's how well-known the watchdog program has become within NISD, that they know what they're there for. We don't have to sit there and explain to the campuses that don't have the program. They were more than welcome to have us on campus. Yeah. Wow. I think it put the administration to ease, and then, uh, you know, we had uh, the San Antonio Police Department drive by on several different occasions and, you know, just wave at us and give us a thumbs up. So I think that was helpful for them, you know, in the big scheme of things to have, well, you know what, I I know I've gotten my eyes there so I can move on, you know, someplace more important. So it was uh, was a really good day for us. Wow. It was a good day for the watchdogs. It was really a (laughs) good day because I called Eric shortly after saying, hey, one of our elementaries wants this program. (laughs) So I think that's one of the ones he's talking about that is ready to launch and as well as a high school. Which that's right. I'm thrilled about that because that's what we're hoping. Our our daughter's got one more year in middle school, so we're hoping that you know our high school is going to jump on the bandwagon and we're ready to go. Well, this is a perfect example. I mean, the two of you pulling together and and doing this as parents, and you know that's one of the messages that we really. Uh, 
communicate to schools and, and moms and dads who don't know anything about the Watchtub program is it really is a family event. You know, they're, you know, most of the audiences we speak to when we go to these educational conferences are moms, and so it's most of the time a mom taking it back to the school. Um, but, you know, the dads are there, eager, already involved in other ways, and this is just one more way to get involved. But it really is a family, um, you know, uh, event. And so we're just grateful to Texas in general and to you all specifically for the great work you're doing because your success, we know, inspires other schools. You've already said that. You know, you've got a couple of schools that came on and said, okay, you know, these folks are doing that over there, and it looks pretty good. And, you know, when the chips were down, they had somebody to call on, and everybody responded in a big way. Maybe we should tap into that. So thank you all for what you're doing. I mean that. And I'm, you know, I, I pander to every state I'm in. I'll just tell you that right now. You know, <laughs> I travel a lot. And, and, but I mean this about Texas. Texas gets the Watchdog program. There's no way we could reach over 1,000 schools, which is 1,038 right now. And there's no way we could do that without there being something in that educational culture down there that just is perfect for watchdogs. Uh, we love it. We're just so grateful. So you all are a great example of that. Oh, thank wow. you. We we appreciate all the support you all have given us. And, and I can just pick up the phone, and it's like I'm talking to family. You, you all have not made us feel dumb about any question that we've asked. So oh, we appreciate great. that. Oh, that's great. Now, Michelle, I, I did want to ask, I want to make sure we give all kind of credit where credit is due. And, of course, the, the you know, step one in the Watchdogs program is the administrator. Can you, uh, can you give us, uh, you know, tell us the, uh, the principal, superintendent, you know, just so we give, you know, recognize those names and make sure we give um, them credit for having the vision. Well, the, cur- the current principal at the time that we initiated the program was Tracy Tietze, but our our uh, VP at the time that she put she partnered us with, who is now our principal, is Lawrence Caronco, and he is pro-watchdog all the way. He <laughs> loves this program. In fact, if you got to see the Univision piece, he's the one that's doing the one, two, three watchdogs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was Mr. Caronco, who is now our principal. And then our superintendent is Dr. Brian Woods, and he's he's such a wonderful advocate for our kids and anything that supports our kids and our teachers. He's 100% behind. So I hope you get to meet him when you're down here because I'm sure he would he would love the opportunity to thank you. I would love that opportunity to thank him. And, yeah, I'm going to come down early on the 4th. We just traded emails before we got online, and yeah, uh, hopefully yeah. I'll get to come down and uh, meet some of your watchdogs and meet you and Stephen, and uh, that would be great. I w- we would love it. We would love it. They are... Like I said, our campus was not really, they were kind of neutral. They really weren't sure what to think of this program, but now they love it. And we have incoming fifth grade, soon to be sixth grade parents that have already approached Stephen, um, how can I sign up? Wow. What do I need to do? So it's, it's awesome that, you know, there's kind of a fever about it now. And I love it because I love to see the dads wanting to be part of the campus life because as you say it's usually moms up there yeah so you know while i while i put the bug in my husband's ear about this program he has you know he has definitely run with it and done our campus proud well, uh, that's awesome. I, I'll tell you one thing about it. Uh, one more, I know we're running close on time. I just got to mention this. You know, we have a school in Shanghai, China. Have you heard that? No, no. We have a watchdog school in Shanghai, China. I won't go into that, but it's true. And oh, do you know wow. how it got there? Through, <laughs> through somebody from Texas? 
Yes, a Texas <laughs> yes. principal took it to Shanghai, China. Oh, my China. gosh. He took an early retirement, or I don't know if it was early retirement, but retirement, went over there to a private school. He'd had it in his school for a number of years, emailed us uh, over a year ago and wanted to bring it, and so we worked that out with him, and we've seen photographs and heard personal oh, testimony. Right. And Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> Hey man, I tell you, once you get a hold of us Texans, you just can't get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we we totally appreciate, like I said, all the support. We love this program. Stephen and I have the dream of taking it to the next level at the high school uh, level. So we're really, really anxious to see how this high school and NISD does mm-hmm. with the program. But we're hoping, you know, it goes as well as it has at Hobby, and we can we can see it at okay. our high school yep. that we'll be going to. Um, uh, we'll Michelle, be here for you. Let me ask you just to just to make sure uh, who is the P, uh, PTA president at Hobby? You're talking to her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to her, and I'm also on council, so I'm really biased. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Stephen and Michelle, thank you so much for joining us on Watch Dogs Radio today. We appreciate it. we got just a few seconds left. Anything you want to add before we sign off? Um, just a thank you, and uh, I'm so proud of my Hawks. Yay, Watch Dogs. Go. Go yeah, a, big, a big thank you to the entire uh, staff over there at the, uh, at the corporate level. We really do appreciate everything you guys did to help us set up for the Univision taping and everything that you've done, answering all the questions. Like Michelle said, you guys are just... Uh, make the uh, program a success by what you guys do to it. So we appreciate Thank it. Thank you. We appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Man. And real quick, Michelle, if you or Stephen have any questions about watchdogs at the high school level, give me a call later on. Also, we have some great guys out in western Washington that have taken it from the elementary to a high school. So uh, give us a call when you're ready. Awesome. Right. We hope great. we're going to get to see you soon. So we're looking forward to that. Thank you all for having us on. Well, we thank you for being with us. Once again, that brings us to the end of another Watch Dogs Radio program. We are getting close to our 100th episode. uh, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Just uh, just remember, the only schools that don't have a Watch Dogs program are those ones that just don't know enough about us. They've got to get online, go to that new webpage. Give us a call. See you next week.